Well, hello there. Good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time of day you're watching this. Thank you for doing so. I'm Nelson, the founder of 360 Degree Ministry, where love of Christ must come full circle. And this week we are continuing our unit on spiritual growth, the basics. So, so far what we've done is we've introduced spiritual growth and why is it necessary and all that good stuff. And then we've done two typological examples. We did one with Abraham. And then we did the second one with David, and those were both very rousing. I was going to do a third one, and I might do, I might mention it a little bit, but I figured I just wanted to get into the uh, uh, meat and potatoes. By the way, that's today's topic, the meat and potatoes of spiritual growth. So I want to do something a little bit different here, because I know you guys, I know I've bombarded you with scripture with the two typological examples, so... Uh, today, what I want to do is, is I want to kind of steer away from bombarding you with scripture. You will see a lot of scripture pop up on the screen that I won't necessarily read. And then in the description, there'll be links to that entire passage. So what am I talking about? So today, what I want to do is, is I want to review the different stages of spiritual growth. And then I'm going to talk about three concepts that pretty much make up the meat and potatoes of spiritual growth. So I'm not going to keep you long. We're already a minute and a half in, but let's roll. So the different stages of spiritual growth. So the first uh, stage is born again. That's the day zero faith. I mean, it's like the, it's like the, the moment you get saved, if you will. And then after that, we transition into our babe phase. And that's where um, we get to know God. God shows us how much he loves us. And we get we, we learn the basics on how to pray. And, and we get to know the word and start reading it. This will be a good time for folks to get into a Bible study, whether it be at a church or it be with a group that they trust. And the next phase of spiritual growth, Let's go back. Let's go back to this babe phase, people. So, I know we see a lot of uh, believers that, that that seem more mature than others, but the general characteristic of the babe phase is that they still look like the world. Like, they really want to please God, but they don't really know what that looks like. And... That affects people different ways. Some people don't know their scriptures. Some people can't do the application. It's that really the application part that I'm really looking at the people. There's a whole bunch of people. Now watch me here. There's a whole bunch of people who understand their scripture, but have not gotten the behavioral practice, if you will, of implementing it consistently. They know what's in the scripture, but it's not in their behavior. It's not in their behavior. Their behavior, they still look like the world. Or they don't look like, they don't look godly consistently enough. They don't embody that consistently enough. So I know I said a few videos ago that most believers stop here. I hold firm to that. <laughs> most believers stop here, and I hold firm to that. Uh, and the reason why is that there's just too much culture out there. At a certain point, the spiritual growth gets spiritual growth just gets too hard. People just get content and going to heaven. If you go to a whole bunch of churches, 
All they preaching is go to heaven, 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 which is fine. We want people to go to heaven. We want that. That is good. But that's the tip of the iceberg in the Christian walk. That's the tip of the iceberg. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and all who believe in him be born again. Well, you believe and then you get born again. You're not going to hell. It's a guarantee. It's impossible to be go to hell once you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. I know some of y'all watching is like, no, no, no. For those of you who would like to have a debate, all my contact information is in the description. I await your dissent. Anyway, so the next phase is the sonship phase of, of daughtership. If you're a woman, the son is not supposed to necessarily be like a male or female kind of piece. It's just at this point, God starts to prune us because there's a lot of God's grace in the babe phase. But as we transition into the sonship, we notice that God makes us wait more. God is not as tolerant of certain things anymore. God stops us in our tracks. We get we lose momentum in the things that we do. We 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 find ourselves stuck sometimes. Let me say this. If you find yourself stuck in your spiritual walk, so to speak, and you try to get over a hump, and that and that getting over that hump is super de duper painful, that is probably sonship. Congratulations, you have gotten further along than most believers. And that's and, and, and it's a real and this is a real tough phase to get through. I could I could make I could make the contention that between babe phase and the sonship phase, that is the majority of our natural lives. Because we have to get to our natural maturity before we get to spiritual maturity. That it's it's tough to find a 20, 25 year old person who's just spiritually mature. It just it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Now, a lot of the struggle might not be the obvious stuff, so to say, so to speak, but they may find themselves struggling in other areas that are so obvious. And then we got overcoming the world. We understand our citizenship is in heaven. We understand that we don't we don't we literally just don't want nothing in the world. This is where we get over the humble. We start to let go of worldly desires we start to let go of worldly preconceptions and we start we start thinking like god consistently and then we reach basic maturity basic maturity is consistent empowerment it is consistent empowerment it's not just consistent godliness it is consistent empowered godliness a consistent empowered godliness consistent empowered godliness it's not just following the things of scripture. It is moving in purpose, moving deliberately, being able to hear from God. And watch this here. Understanding two things. One, that we have to produce after ourselves. All things produce after themselves. So we recognize the the importance of discipleship and are constantly actively discipling the lower the, the 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 earlier phases do discipleship too i myself had the bright idea of taking on a disciple in my babe phase i would not recommend that at all but in people with basic maturity believers with basic maturity they understand what all this looks like they understand what all this looks like but watch this other aspect of it from overcoming the world once you've overcome the world and moved into basic maturity we understand that the, that there's no end to the fight. There's always another fight. And that we've grown content 
in the fight because we know what's on the line. Let me say that again. We get content in the fight because we know what's on the line. We ready to fight. We ready to fight. And that's not to say that once you reach basic maturity, you don't tire out because it'll happen. I know people who are who are spiritually mature that have been burnt out and had to get physical rest. And that's not to say that you can you can't go backwards. Oh, you can go backwards. Don't go backwards. And then you have what like what what calls senior maturity, and that is the the consistent empowerment is so much of an ingrained behavior pattern it's almost subconscious. So. Before I transition into the other part, I want to make an acknowledgement. And, and, and by acknowledgement, I mean a thanks. I haven't mentioned this group on uh, 360 Degree Ministries in a long time, but I want to give thanks to uh, Jesus' Alpha and Omega Ministries, which is where I learned a lot of the things that I bring to you. Um, and I thank that group for uh, grooming me to be able to do something like this. So if you are a part of JOM and you are reading this, thank you for your contribution. Uh, be fine. So let's talk about this concept real quick. It's three these three concepts in spiritual maturity, spiritual growth. If 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 you understand these three things, three, if you understand these three things, three. You'll have it. And by it, I mean what it looks like. Now, getting there, that's a whole nother story. That's between that's between you watching this and God himself. That ain't my call to make. So, one thing I want, thing number one. There is no finished in spiritual growth. There is no finished in spiritual growth. Always got to press toward the mark. Always have to press toward the mark. That goes back to that fight piece. People who are spiritually mature understand that. But there's no finished in spiritual growth. There's no finished in spiritual growth. The second thing, before we get, the second thing is, is that, and I want to go to a scripture for this. I'm going to read a little scripture today. Uh, I'm going to go to Proverbs 19, uh, 21. Y'all heard this one into the ground, but I'm just going to do it one more time. I, I, I know y'all, 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 y'all done heard this. Y'all, y'all could probably, uh, uh, say it off the top of your heads. I got most of it. I could paraphrase it, but I want to get it exactly with the scripture because I want to respect, um, I want to respect the scripture. So going to uh, verse 21, the scripture is as follows. Many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. When you understand, no matter what you come up with, if it ain't lined up with the will of God, it ain't about to happen. That'll that'll behoove uh, that'll behoove you to seek the will of God. We have to seek the will of God. We have to seek what God has to say about whatever situation we in. We could plan. We could present the plans to God. God gonna, God gonna be in there like a like a like an English professor. No, 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 absolutely not. No, this is good, but you should do this instead, etc., etc., etc. The the better we understand that, the better we can roll with God. The better we understand that, the better we roll with God. So. Remember I talked about sunship being super de duper rough, super de duper rough. Watch this here. 
Go for this. We going to Galatians chapter six. Galatians chapter six. Now, if we talk about Galatians chapter six, we talking about Paul. It's one of the Pauline epistles, and Paul can write this to the church in Galatia because he's lived this by this point. He's lived struggle by this point. He understands what this looks like. So he knows what it looks like. He knows what this part looks like, and he knows that this is part of the formula to get out of it. So we're going to go to uh, Galatians chapter 6, uh, verse 7, and the scripture is as follows. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. God ain't dead. This is all the same concept, by the way. God ain't dead. God ain't stupid. And to the extent that we sow into the Spirit versus the flesh is the extent of our spiritual maturity is the extent of our spiritual growth but i don't want to throw out verse 9 because in verse 9 it says do not grow weary when we grow weary we move from the spirit to the flesh not necessarily because we want some pleasure that that that, that happens sometimes but because we feel like we have a better solution than god Sowing into the spirit says, I trust in God's solution. Sowing into the flesh says, I want to do it my way. And to the extent that we sow into the flesh versus sowing into the spirit is the extent that we have grown spiritually. When we understand those three concepts. Spiritual growth never ends. God's plan is what's going to succeed. God's will. And the third concept of to the extent that we sow, that we endure, do not grow weary. To sow into the spirit as opposed to the flesh. We get those three things down. We got the meat and potatoes of spiritual growth. Now next week, I'm going to talk about why we struggle between spirit and the flesh. The basics, if you will. Because spiritual growth basics. We're going to talk about that next week. So with that said, I love each and every one of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And have a great weekend, folks.